Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, June 10th, 2022, and this is day 1544 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and honor you and praise you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much, my Lord, for uh, keeping us safe from all harm and danger, for, Lord, speaking to us in our dreams and helping us to uh, go forth and fulfill the vision that you've given us, understanding that you've given us the ability Uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to get all of it done. Lord, I thank you so much for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is more with less. Yep. God has given us the ability to do so much more than we could ever imagine with so little. It doesn't take a lot to complete the task that God has given us. The reason that we're able to do it with less is because we have our sovereign God who is leading and guiding us, who is giving us his power to do it. It's not in our own power. Uh, No, self-sufficiency will not get you there. This is all about depending on the Lord. We're coming out of Judges chapter 7, verses 1 through 25, talking about Gideon. Yep, Gideon, oh my gosh, he went through quite a bit. But the main thing was the fact that once he believed God, once God proved himself to him uh, and He uh, saw that it was truly God. He was all in 100%. But he had, you know, insecurity issues just like many of us do. And God said, I will be with you and you will destroy every one of the Midianites. So let's go there. Let's check it out. Judges chapter 7, starting in verse 1, it says, Early in the morning, Jerubbabel, that is Gideon, and all his men camped at the spring of Herod. The camp of Midian was north of them in the valley near the hill of Moriah. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men. I cannot deliver Midian into their hands or Israel will boast against me. My own strength has saved me. Now announce to the army, anyone, anyone who trembles with fear may turn back and leave Mount Gilead. So 22,000 men left, while 10,000 remained. So first of all, the Lord was saying, I am not going to allow you to have that many men because they're going to brag and say they did it. They won against the Midianites. And I am going to get the glory, God is saying. Anything that is done through God He gets the glory. We need to always remember that. Never, ever take God's glory. So he wanted to make sure of that. So he started off with 32,000 men, 10,000 left because they were afraid. 
But the Lord said to Gideon, there are still too many men. Take them down to the water and I will thin them out for you there. If I say this one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I say this one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So Gideon took the men down to the water. There the Lord told him, separate those who lap the water with their tongues as a dog laps from who, from those who kneel down to drink. 300 of them drank from cupped hands, lapping like dogs. All the rest got down on their knees to drink. The Lord said to Gideon, with the 300 men that lapped, I will save you and give the Midianites into your hands. Let all the others go home. <laughs> he was left with 300 men from 32,000. You know, because when you feel pretty safe, you got all these men like, okay, we've got this. All right, let's get to marching. And now you're down to 300. And you know good and well, the Midianites are huge. Well, we'll learn more about them. So this takes faith. This is a faith walk in our lives, period. So Gideon sent the rest of the Israelites home, but kept 300 who took over the provisions and trumpets of the others. So they were able to handle more responsibility with less people. Now the camp of Midian lay below him in the valley. During that night, the Lord said to Gideon, get up, go down against the camp because I am going to give it into your hands. If you are afraid to attack, go down to the camp with your servant, Pura, and listen to what they are saying. Afterward, you will be encouraged to attack the camp. <laughs> God has given him a glimpse, you know, of what um, these people are thinking about the Israelites. So he, ha he and Pura, his servant, went down to the outpost of the camp. The Midianites and Amalekites and all the other eastern peoples had settled in the valley, thick as locusts. Their camels could no more be counted than the sand on the seashore. That's a lot of people, y'all. Can you count the sand on the seashore? No. <laughs> That's how many people and camels they had. Gideon arrived just as, as a man was telling a friend his dream. I had a dream, he was saying. A round loaf of barley bread came tumbling into the Mennonite camp. It struck the tent with such force that the tent overturned and collapsed. His friend responded, This can be nothing other than the sword of Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelites. God has given the Midianites and the whole camp into his hands. This is what our enemy is saying about us. <laughs> so God goes before us and prepares the way. You just, we just don't know what God is preparing. The key is we just need to be obedient. He'll take care of the rest. Sometimes we need to hear what our enemy is saying about us. And this is what Gideon got to hear. 
When Gideon heard the dream and its interpretation, he bowed down and worshiped. He returned to the camp of Israel and called out, get up. (laughs) The same thing God had told Gideon, get up. He's telling his men, get up. You know, God gave Gideon confirmation in such a unique way. And I mean, it inspired him. He was already being obedient, but he was now in his heart. He knew they could overtake the Midianites. (laughs) And he worshiped the Lord after seeing that. And when he told his men to get up and then it says, the Lord has given me the Midianite camp in Let's see, the Lord has given the Midianite camp into your hands, dividing the 300 men into three companies. He placed trumpets and empty jars in the hands of all of them with torches inside. Watch me, he told them, follow my lead. When I get to the edge of the camp, do exactly as I do. When I and all who are with me blow our trumpets, Then from all around the camp, blow yours and shout for the Lord and for Gideon. (laughs) Gideon and the hundred men with him. So there were 300 men total and he split them up into three groups of a hundred. So it says Gideon and the hundred men with him reached the edge of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch, just after they had changed the guard. They blew their trumpets and broke their jars that were in their hands. The 300 companies blew the trumpets and smashed the jars, grasping the torches in their left hands and holding in their right hands the trumpets they were to blow. They shouted, a, they shouted, a sword for the Lord and for Gideon, while each man held his position around the camp All the Midianites ran crying out as they fled. Everyone was out of the Midianite people. I mean, I'm sorry, the Israelites with Gideon. They were all in their rightful positions. That's where we need to be. Wherever God has called us and whatever way he's called us to do it, that is our rightful position. When the 300 trumpets sounded, the Lord caused the men throughout the camp to turn on each other with their swords. The army fled to Beth Sheeta toward Zariah as far as the border of Abel Mahola near Tabith. Israelites from Naphtali, Asher, and Al Manasseh were called out and they pursued the Midianites. Gideon sent messengers throughout the hill country of Ephraim saying, come down against the Midianites and seize the waters of the Jordan ahead of them as far as Beth Barah. So all the men of Ephraim were called out and they seized the waters of the Jordan as far as Beth Barah. They also captured two of the Midianite leaders, Oreb and Zeb. They killed Oreb at the rock of Oreb and Zeb at the winepress of Zeb. They pursued the Midianites and brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon, who was by the Jordan. So, I mean, it sounds kind of rough, but that that is war. <laughs> and we, whether we want to accept it or not, are in warfare. We're in warfare as believers spiritually. 
There is spiritual warfare going on, even even if we don't see it, uh, because it's in the spiritual realm. We are aware of it, and we need to know that it is real. And God gives us strategies. He gives us the wherewithal to overcome our enemy, just as he did with Gideon. But don't be surprised as he in the way that he chooses to do it. We just need to obey and move forward. <laughs> Point number one. Have you ever been given a task that seemed to be insurmountable? You may have thought to yourself, how on earth am I going to do that? There is no way. This can't be done. This is too much for me. <laughs> That's definitely a response from our flesh. God wants us to count on him and his way of accomplishing the matter. He will definitely do less with more because he's the one in control. He can handle the situation any way he chooses. We need to just surrender all to him and watch him show out. He will handle the issue in ways we would have never thought. He will also give us a glimpse as needed at what the enemy is saying about us, how they perceive us. We need to simply obey the Lord to the fullest, completely. We must also make sure to give God all the glory. <laughs> Don't take his glory. Glorify him because we understand that it's him working through us. We are simply obedient vessels. We are tools uh, that God uses to accomplish his will. Point number two. So just like God told Gideon and like Gideon told his men, get up. <laughs> and begin doing what God has called you to do. No matter how difficult it seems, the Lord is with you. He said he would never leave you or forsake you. Do what God is saying to do. You know, uh, just the other day, this week, um, my friend uh, Judy teaches art. She's a very good art teacher, and uh, she teaches it to the youth that we work with uh, at, with T-Zone, and she's there once a week. We just This is our first week, just started. And last year when we were doing, and Judy did art a couple of days a week, you know, it was challenging because, you know, and we had maybe about, even last year we had less students. This year we have 16 to 18 kids. And uh, she asked me, is there any way, you know, well, last year, okay, last year was challenging because, you know, the kids were, you know, kind of playing around and doing different things. And, and she was having them to do the art. They would do it, but she preferred smaller groups, you know, because it works a lot better. Well, where we are now doing our classes at the uh, multi-purpose center, we have one space, and uh, it's a nice size space and it holds everybody comfortably, but we don't have enough room to divide it out into two groups to do the art classes. So I said, Judy, you're going to have a large group. It's going to be 16 to 18 kiddos. And originally she wanted a smaller group uh, so that she could do one half one day, the other half another day. She said, 
you know what? That's okay. I'll, we'll get it done. I said, you sure? She said, yep, I am sure. Yes, we'll get, I'll get it done. And so I know God gave her a plan. She's a believer in the Lord. I know God gave her such a strategy. When she came in on Wednesday, she had all of her stuff equipped and ready. She had a lesson plan that was amazing. Uh, The kids made a piece of art that I had never seen before. I forgot what she called it, but they used yarn on a piece of canvas and made trees. They put the yarn, wrapped it around the canvas, and then she had handed them all out cotton balls and clothespins, and she had everything pre-organized, and then she had her little paint uh, jars, and each of them had that. And I mean, the kids were so engaged, you could hear a pin drop. (laughs) And that is rare (laughs) with that many kids. I mean, even those that like to be on their phones, they did not have their phones out. She had them so engaged and they finished the artwork within an hour and each and every one of them. And now all of the artwork is displayed in the classroom, mounted up on a ledge. And I I thought, this is amazing because I remember how it was last year with less people. This year, far more people. And she was able to accomplish this task effortlessly through the Lord and her obedience. And her obedience was she prepared everything and she always did. But this time God had her plan it out even tighter. And she had, I mean, it, I said, do you need any help? Nope. Nope. I got this Jackie. Nope. And oh my goodness, did she ever. And the kids were so happy. The next day, we always go over, you know, talk about, do an overview of what what you learned the day before. What did you like? What did you not like? And, and they said, we really enjoyed the art class. And they're enjoying the dance class as well. So, but art was a challenge last year. And God did a new thing through his vessel, his obedient uh, woman of God, Miss Judy, and they were so happy and so was I. What is God showing you? It may be something that you might think is very small. This was a big feat (laughs) because she was used to working with smaller groups and, uh, and with even, you know, with the resources that she had, God worked it out. And everyone was blessed and it was extremely quiet in that space. What is God showing you to do? He's showing you something to do with less or to work with more people with less. Whatever that is, get ready, get up and get about God's business. (laughs) Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E, be like boy, U-I-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org. Check out uh, what we're doing in the community with our youth. Right now, we're doing the summer program, and uh, we're waiting on funding to do uh, part two, which will start July 5th. So uh, it, this will be in the 64134 zip code. So if you know of anyone, get the word out. I'm doing this in faith. I believe we're going to have the funding we need to get this taken care of. So... And if you would like to donate to this worthwhile cause, teaching youth workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and we're going to start uh, also uh, equipping and empowering families uh, with um, understanding of sex trafficking that is happening beneath our very noses. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.